Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so very much for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about feminist writer Laura Bates's new book, Men Who Hate Women. So let's get started with some background on Bates just so we can get a sense of her worldview. She has been described as a fourth wave feminist and is absolutely one of those people, one of those feminists who believes that unequal outcomes in society must mean there's unequal treatment. Like the fact that there are fewer women in government to Bates means that, without a doubt, society is systemically sexist. Women are equal now, more or less, except that in our Houses of Parliament, where the policies that affect all of us are debated and defined, less than one in four MPs is a woman. Women make up one-fifth of the membership of the House of Lords. The UK comes joint 57th in the world for gender equality in Parliament. So I, I really cannot think of anybody not a single person who believes that worldwide there's no such thing as systemic gender discrimination. I'm, I'm pretty sure 99.9% .9 of people will look at somewhere like Saudi Arabia and say, yeah, they, they've got a little more work to do toward gender equality. But aside from focusing on things like women's role in society with regard to government and professional jobs, one of the areas that Bates focuses on is sexual harassment and assault against women. In the UK, over two women a week are killed by a current or former partner. There's a phone call to the police every minute about domestic violence. Every six or seven minutes, a woman is raped, adding up to over 85,000 rapes and 400 100,000 sexual assaults every year. In the UK, a woman has a one in four chance of becoming a victim of domestic violence and a one in five chance of being the victim of a sexual offence. And worldwide, one in three women on the planet will be raped or beaten in her lifetime. Violent crime and sexual assault against anybody is wrong. Sexual harassment in general is wrong. So I don't have a problem with us having conversations about how to keep our communities safer. That's important. That's necessary. No problem with Bates doing just that. But have you ever noticed that when feminists talk about sexism in the workplace, they always like to compare women's experiences to men's specifically. Like they'll say for every five male CEOs, there's only one female one and things like that. They like to compare the status of women to men, except when it comes to violent crime. You never hear feminists say X-men are assaulted for every Y women assaulted or for every X-men that are murdered, Y women are murdered. And there's a pretty easy explanation for that. Aside from crimes related specifically to sexual assault and sexual harassment, men are overwhelmingly the majority of the victims of violent crime. And that doesn't mean that violent crime against women isn't serious and shouldn't be addressed. Of course it is, just like violent crime against men should be addressed. But it bothers me when feminists fail to paint the entire picture for the people they're talking to. Because just listening to someone like Laura Bates speak, you would think that society is specifically targeting women for things like murder and beatings when that's really not the case. But anyway, Laura Bates is probably best known for launching the project Everyday Sexism. In fact, back in 2014, I think it was when she launched it, the media was all over her. They loved it. And she even gave an entire TED talk about it. That TED talk describes Everyday Sexism as, quote, an ever-increasing collection of over 50,000 women's experiences of gender imbalance. So essentially, Bates collects anecdotes of how sexism manifests in society and publishes that information so that people can know, well, 
they can know how sexism supposedly manifests itself in society. And in her TED talk, she gave some examples of the types of stories she collects from women. A woman who worked in a video store found that every time she went up the ladder to get fresh stock from the storeroom, her boss would smack her on the bum. And when she came down again, he'd look down her top and say, you know why I hired you. A waitress was told to make a choice between having an abortion or resigning when she fell pregnant. A 15-year-old girl wrote that she knew that she was clever and funny and she could do anything she wanted to do, but really it didn't matter if she became a doctor or a lawyer because she knew from the world around her and from the media that the only thing that really mattered was whether she was sexy, whether her breasts grew and her waist narrowed. From what I've seen, most of everyday sexism stories, just like most of Bates's work in general, seem to focus on the issue of sexual harassment, which is, without a doubt, a terrible thing to do to someone. Like Bates, I also believe that sexual harassment happens more often than it should and that it shouldn't be happening at all, but it does sometimes. However, unlike Bates, I just, I really have a hard time believing that feminism could ever be the answer to sexual harassment. Don't forget that feminism is one of the ideologies along with secularism and humanism that gave us the sexual revolution. And so there's a bit of a paradox today when it comes to something like sexual harassment. Is it really true that sex has no inherent meaning and that being open with our sexuality should be considered a sign of progress? Or is it the case that sexualizing a woman is a way to objectify and dehumanize her? Feminism doesn't really have a coherent answer for that. And if you ask me, it's just, it's a very confusing time when someone like Cardi B can be celebrated and called empowering for singing about her WAP, yet it's also the worst thing imaginable, just disgusting for a man to dare comment on a woman's body. And so we're clear, I'm not saying that to excuse sexual harassment. I'm saying that to condemn pop culture for enabling sexual harassment. Aside from her work with everyday sexism though, some of you may be familiar with Laura Bates from when she very publicly and very passionately campaigned for misogyny to become a hate crime in the UK. That's right, that's... That's a real thing that she did. I think there's been a misconception that when the misogyny hate crime pilot was trialled, we'd suddenly see police overwhelmed with hundreds of women trying to report wolf whistles. What we're talking about here isn't turning anything into a crime that isn't already illegal. We're talking about the fact that women already experience extremely high levels of um, abuse, crime, assault that is motivated by misogyny, but at the moment they just don't feel empowered to report it, and this could change that. I do appreciate appreciate that Bates at least claims she doesn't want to make something like wolf whistling illegal, which I think in and of itself just goes to show what my expectations of feminism at this point are, but I'm actually someone who in general doesn't see much utility in hate crimes at all. I don't believe that a crime should be considered more serious just because it was motivated by some sort of bigotry, and don't get me wrong, I do hate bigotry, but I don't think that bigotry should be illegal. And just based on what she said in that clip there, it kind of seems to me at least like Bates considers any crime committed against a woman bigotry toward women. So, you know, the whole thing, making misogyny a hate crime, just seems like a really bad idea to me. So I'm suspecting the UK will implement it any moment now. We have more to discuss, but first I want to tell you all about ExpressVPN, our amazing sponsor who has been with us for quite a while and we really appreciate them. So have you ever wondered why internet access is so much cheaper nowadays? Like 
30 to 40 bucks a month. That's because internet service providers, places like Comcast and AT&T, they don't just make money off of subscription fees. They also make money from spying on your internet activity and selling the data. So what is the best way to make sure 100% of your data is encrypted and that your internet provider can't get a hold of it? You guessed it. ExpressVPN. So ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between all of your devices and the internet so that everything you do online is encrypted. It reroutes your connection through a secure server, which blocks your internet provider from seeing everything that you do online. All they can see is you're connected to an ExpressVPN server, but nothing else beyond that. And it's not just for your phone or your computer. ExpressVPN works on all of your devices. It works on your tablet, smart TV, even your router. So your entire family can always stay protected. And I can't stress this enough. ExpressVPN is so simple to use. Even my father uses it and he's by no means a tech wizard. You just download the program and you can be connected in as little as a single click. So your data is your business. protected at expressvpn.com slash Lauren. Visit expressvpn.com slash Lauren to get three extra months of ExpressVPN production for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S vpn.com slash Lauren to learn more. So the reason I bring all of that up is so that we can understand what misogyny looks like in the eyes of Laura Bates, because in Bates's new book, she focuses exclusively on the men who, in her words, hate women. And here we have an article about the book that Bates herself wrote for the Evening Standard. She begins by saying, let's start with a few of the hundreds of thousands of topics currently being debated by members of the manosphere. Would it be better to take away women's status as human beings altogether or to designate them the official property of their father or husband? Is it more satisfying to go on a murderous rampage, killing as many women as you can, or to kidnap them and keep them as sex slaves? Is it more effective to trick women into sex or to cut them out of your life altogether? Should rape be legalized or would that take all the fun out of it? Already, I love this essay. We're gonna, we're gonna have so much fun reading this together, guys, but we can see that with this book, Bates is focusing on a very extreme, a very fringe type of individual, someone who legitimately thinks that women should be property and that they shouldn't have the same rights as men and that they are just less than men, an actual, honest-to-goodness, bigot, a misogynist. And you know what? Those people exist. You can you can find them on the internet. I'm not going to deny that because I've had my encounters with some of these people too, and they're not a great bunch. Examining men who actually legitimately hate women, and I mean hate them, not just wolf whistle at them, is probably one of the more productive things a feminist writer could do nowadays because then if we understood why those men feel the way that they feel, we could make sure that sentiment doesn't grow amongst the male population. So I actually think the premise of this book is needed and fascinating. But what Laura Bates unfortunately ends up doing is something that so many feminists do, and that's conflating fringe individuals and fringe ideologies with larger movements. Like when she says that the manosphere is debating whether women should be considered property or whether rape should be considered legal, what she's probably actually referring to is a very small, very extreme incel forum on somewhere like 4chan, not the entire manosphere, which broadly includes things like men's rights activism efforts. And she continues this conflation by saying that, quote, almost all manosphere groups describe taking the red pill as their starting point, a metaphor for realizing that the world around them is a gynocracy stacked against men and controlled by man-hating feminists. You see, 
She just did it, the old bait and switch. Start by talking about extreme, radical, just crazy ideas like murdering people and raping women, and then try to tie those to something like believing that society is gynocentric or that man-hating feminists have a disproportionate amount of power. It seems to me, and you guys will see more of this as we go along, that the point of this book isn't really to examine extremism, it's to conflate extremism with mainstream opposition of feminism. To that point, she writes that first, there are incels. These men call themselves involuntarily celibate, believing that attractive women are torturing them by denying them sex. They encourage each other to rise up in a day of retribution where women will be slaughtered and feel the righteous rage of the incels. This probably sounds ridiculous until you learn that there have been repeated examples of incels going on mass killing sprees deliberately targeting women. Incels are one of the internet's favorite punching bags right now, and I myself have done several videos on them where I've been none too kind. Some of you have said I've actually been way too harsh, but even I will recognize that being an incel doesn't automatically mean you want women to be slaughtered. And I'm not just saying that being an incel doesn't make you a murderer. I'm saying that being an incel doesn't even necessarily make you a woman hater. Yes, incel attacks have happened, and a lot of incels do have belittling or at the very least controlling views toward women women, but they're not ISIS. Bates then explains that pickup artists are a separate but related group, buying into the same groupthink about women all being dehumanized objects whose primary purpose is to provide men with sexual pleasure. But instead of despairing of their romantic prospects, they believe any man can learn how to manipulate and control women, eventually overcoming their shields to trick or harass them into bed. These men pay thousands of pounds for boot camps, where they are trained in techniques that often amount to sexual harassment or even rape. The global pickup industry is valued at $100 million, and some of its most famous gurus have boasted about assaulting unwilling women or argued that rape should be legalized on public property. Same thing here, pickup artists are gross, but uh, anyone who says that rape should be legalized on private property? is not a mainstream pickup artist. And I mean, I have to say, if pickup lines and pickup artistry didn't work on some women, then it wouldn't be such a big business. Like, we can complain about pickup artists being scummy all we want, and I'm, I'm for that, but let's be real, that stuff does actually work on some females. I'm just saying, if you have a problem with pickup artists, you can't solve it without also addressing the wenches who fall for the pickup artists. And this kind of brings up the whole dichotomy of how feminism views sex again. Like if sex is no big deal and being empowered in your sexuality means you can sleep around, then why is it the worst thing in the world that these pickup artists want to let women know that, hey, they're interested in being slept around with? Bates also then addresses MGTOWs, saying, Next, there are men going their own way who believe women to be so cruel and dangerous that cutting them out of your life altogether is the only way to be truly free. These men eschew all female contact. I found hundreds of thousands of subscribers to these groups online, and their videos with titles like Invasion of the Fem Cells boast hundreds of millions of views. Like with incels and pickup artists, I am not a fan of MGTOWs. I think anyone who wants to cut an entire gender out of their lives is legitimately sexist, and in a lot of their rhetoric, MGTOWs remind me of 
the mirror of radical feminists. I mean, let's face it, swap the genders and those two groups sound pretty similar a lot of the time. And I think a lot of the bad experiences they've had with the opposite sex speak more to their own failures to choose the right people to form relationships with rather than indicate any systemic issue with the entirety of the opposite sex. Next, Bates takes MRAs to task, saying that while men's rights activists agree that men are the true victims of an unequal society, they'd rather fight women than avoid them. They file lawsuits against women-only gym classes and try to get women's domestic violence shelters shut down, claiming women are more abusive than men. According to Laura Bates, fighting for women's gender rights is empowering and the smart thing to do, but don't you dare talk about men's rights issues or, or any area where men might be getting the shorter end of the stick because that's just, that means you fight women. And of course, Bates doesn't mention that a lot of the times the reason why MRAs take legal action against women-only things like women-only classes or bars or things like that is to prove the hypocrisy and the at times gynocentric qualities in our society. But honestly, I think the main reason why most feminists don't even address the attempt to highlight the double standard is because they're okay with the double standard. Finally, Bates writes that not every member of these groups is a murderer, but the communities are explicitly extremist, inciting hatred, encouraging members to commit crimes, deliberately grooming and radicalizing teenage boys. The idea that all of the groups mentioned in this article, the Manosphere as a whole, incels, pickup artists, MGTOWs, MRAs, the notion that they encourage people to commit violence is just one of the most blatantly misleading things I've heard in a long time. Maybe Bates's actual book is more nuanced and less biased, but from this article at least, it doesn't seem like she's interested in understanding any of these communities. She's just more keen to label them as evil without trying to analyze why they believe what they believe in the first place. Anyway, that's pretty much all I have to say about this author and this book, but as always, I would love to hear what you all think. Will you be picking up a copy of Men Who Hate Women, Why or Why Not? And do you think views like Laura Bates's are becoming more popular in mainstream circles? And if so, tell me why. That's it for now, though. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.